Hello, Googleization Nation, and welcome to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, a GGG Unleashed podcast with thought leaders, HumanWorks 8. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each of HumanWorks 8's episodes, we will cover practical insights, tips, and executable activities to get you thinking about the future of culture development in your organization. Let's begin. Welcome, friends. My name is Sean Gallius, and I am the Thought Catalyst with HumanWorks 8. And you are listening to Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture, part of the GGG Geeks, Geezers, Googleization Unleashed series. And remember, now that I'm unleashed, let's belong together. I hope you will join me each and every month as we think about culture and culture and people, culture and strategy, culture and teamwork, and today, culture and mattering. If you're a business founder, HR leader, or simply passionate about strong organizational culture, join me in wondering about what's ahead to build strong business cultures that spark engagement and align people around shared values and purpose. You'll leave every month with some new thoughts and some tangible tools to guide your cultural journey and aid in bringing this thing we call aliveness to your organization. Are you ready to bring work to life and life to work? I am, so let's go. I believe it is perfect timing to be talking about belonging and mattering in the workplace because I'm feeling it has lost a bit of its mojo recently. What was on everyone's mind a year or so ago has now been replaced by AI or this ongoing obsession with bringing everyone back to an office. It seems like business focus on cultural necessities varies and changes as rapidly as the next big thing in your LinkedIn feed. I found it shocking to notice how many talent investments in this area have been some of the first to go this year as companies have been trimming expenses. Everyone belongs here. Now go over there and get to work and matter quietly. Well, let me just say this front and center, loud and clear. The future of work in our lifetime is people. And that starts with believing and acting on the principle that everyone is unique. If one of your current core values as an organization does not champion that belief, then you were saying, shh, go matter quietly. Having everyone believing and coming together around values and the celebration of individuals across all three parts of their mind is a foundational practice that organizations must live to bring a true sense of belonging and mattering to the workplace. If not, again, you're saying, shh, only parts of you matter. Our HumanWorks 8 theory of the eight bring together everything that creates a culture of belonging and mattering. It starts with that everyone's unique around the three parts of everyone's mind. It moves to everyone believes around values, both core values of an organization and personal values. And then it moves on to connection, contribution, rising, learning, thriving, and it culminates with bringing work to life and life to work through everyone mattering. Believing that everyone is inherently significant and taking specific and tangible actions to bring this to the forefront of your culture, that's how you do it. From how you interview and onboard new talent to how you offboard and transition talent in both the best and the worst of times. How do you get your executive and leadership teams to act differently around this belief. 
that's what I want to talk about today. I want to share a few practices that we have found that open up this conversation and guide it in a new direction. And let me just say right up front, I am not a diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging expert, but I have a belief that I live in this world, so I have to take action and I have to take pride in being a practitioner. Probably not a practitioner, DEI, belonging. What do I mean? Well, I mean, I'm committed for ongoing, active engagement, learning, and practice in this area. I believe the power of a strong belonging culture comes from individual leaders finding their own way into that concept, belonging and mattering. A company-wide program is only as strong as its individual leaders and executives and their belief and role modeling around their perspectives and actions they want to commit to on this topic. So today I want to share some of the ways I've been thinking, speaking, and leading others to think about this topic. As I said, I call them ways into this space called DEI and belonging. And remember, no expert, but rather a human facing my own truth in this area. I believe it begins and ends with me. It's my job, no one else's, and I have a choice. Do your leaders feel that way? Think about it. Does every people leader in your organization believe that? And if they don't start there, what good will any organizational program have? I hope you can tell this topic really gets me going. Something that I've been asking myself as a leader is why haven't I been leading this conversation more often and oh so many years ago when I led a much larger team? Wouldn't that have been the best time? You know, I have felt guilty for not doing so. And if you know me, I don't feel guilty too often. I've even written about how I cut myself a lot of slack and give myself a lot of breaks. And I do that because I believe I may have not hit it on the best time, but the second best time is today. That's why I'm talking about it right now. It's that important. And maybe some of you listening have experienced some of the same feelings. Where do I start? I believe in it. I want to do something. What is it? Well, it all starts with feelings because I believe true belonging and mattering starts in hearts. So start in your heart. How do you feel about the idea? How have you experienced it? How has it impacted you professionally and personally? And finally, what stories are you telling? And little did I know that since 2020 and throughout, even up through this year, I've been asked by companies to do that. Just tell my story in the blogging space. Share my beliefs. I've done that with Johnson Controls, Christian Hansen, MRA, on and on, talking about my moments and what I've been learning and sharing with other leaders. And I'll have to say, little did I know how little I knew. So let's look at some of the ways in I've been talking about. For me, it all starts with image and seeing something. And an image that has helped me and the leaders I've worked with is this, a jar. Can you picture that in front of you on this podcast? You're holding a jar. Now think about this statement. It's hard to read the label when you are inside the jar. Hmm. It's hard to read the label when you're inside the jar. Let me share three jars I am in. I am in a male jar. I am in a white jar. I am in an LGBTQ plus jar. I live in those jars. The only way to truly see inside the jar is to, is to finally get out and experience other things. And the moments we need to create are conversations with employees and leaders on how to get out of our jars. Here are three ways I've been talking about. 
One way, I try to lead with my mistakes and then move on to how I overcame them or how I'm working on them. My mistake, thinking I already knew. A lack of knowledge really is what it was. My mistake, not being vocal enough. And finally, I have a mistake thinking it was somebody else's work rather than taking responsibility and owning it that it's everybody's work. We all need to focus on this. One way out of the jar was to confront a mistake I made. I had never protested March, really been vocal about what I believed in. I have. And I reflect on it so much how now when I talk about it, it's actually strengthened my belief, strengthened my purpose in this area. Being a speaker on this topic, standing up for it, makes it more important in my life. Another way out for me is this phrase, you will see it when you believe it. I always thought I believed it, but after doing work and thinking for my own self, I am seeing it more and more where there might be misconnections, where there might need to be work done, both as individuals, teams, and organizations. And finally, listen. If I'm on this podcast, you know I like to talk, but I need to listen more. I need to listen till my head hurts, my heart swells, and then you may be really touching and really trying to understand somebody else's perspective. I try to share what I don't know versus what I think I do. I hope this image helps you and others. Allow it to start these moments of conversation around belonging. Another question I've been asking myself and challenging myself in this area, what experiences can I do to curate for my life to evaporate ignorance and biases? I have choices in how I live my life. Can I make more diverse choices? And I thought, hey, Sean, you're diverse. Okay, inside my jar, it may feel that way, but outside, I don't know. So one for me, I love reading, but my bookshelves over the last three years look so different than they did prior. How did that happen? I started asking others what I should be reading on topics outside of my jar versus staying in my jar with what I knew. I am curating my reading so very differently than I was before. If I can help curate yours, reach out. Anyone on the team can give you ideas and suggestions on what to add to your library. My passion is always challenging people and leaders to think differently about this topic. Let me share one other image that I'd love all of you to consider for creating belonging moments. And it's around bubbles. And some of you may have heard me write or speak around bubbles, but for some reason, bubbles and DEI and belonging seem to go together for me. You know, I always go back and, and think about the reason I still like bubbles is I love how children get so excited and get so driven to pop bubbles. They run after them with such passion and such energy, and they're hard to catch. And then they keep at it. They're motivated to run quicker. I believe there's a lesson there in bursting bubbles. We all have bubbles around us at times. They're thin, but they feel kind of protective. We don't even think anyone can see it. We may not even realize it's there because it's so transparent. What if we could capture that childhood quality of wanting to pop as many as possible, as quickly as possible, open ourselves up for new understanding, open ourselves up for relearning what we thought we knew seeing something anew as if it was the first time, having that aha moment that creates clarity, dawning, recognition. So 
So let me try one. I'm part of the LGBTQ community. Any bubbles any of you have around you on that topic? Well, let me try to burst two. First, a fun one. I don't own anything with a rainbow flag on it. Um, I love to say that because it kind of shocks people. It kind of makes people go, what? If you're part of the LGBTQ community, you must have rainbow flags everywhere. And I'm like, no, I, I kind of wish I did because I, again, feel a little guilty that I don't. But I don't really like rainbow flags and things. Bubble burst. Look at that. Sometimes even within that community, people are shocked. So that's a fun one. But it kind of opens up the conversation. It even gets you thinking differently about your perspective on that community. Number two, my husband and I have been together 35 years. That even amazes me. I'm still shocked when I state that fact to both heterosexual and homosexual couples that I meet for the first time and they give me this look of amazement. And what seems very natural and ordinary to me causes bubbles to burst. I'm constantly working to live a life filled with gratitude, peace, love. It may not check all the boxes for a specific community, and it may not check all of your boxes, and that's okay. But what can we learn from one another about the life you are living and how it can add to and inform my own? Pop! Bubble burst! New perspective. How can you burst a bubble by just being yourself? I asked at the beginning, what stories are you telling? And I think that's a big part of this area around mattering and belonging. Maybe it's one of your own bubbles. Maybe it's somebody else's you can pop by just talking about your experience. How can you be more inclusive and change a mindset or even call out a behavior that goes against what you believe to be true? Burst a stereotype bubble, burst a race bubble, a gender bubble. Be a child again and see things differently. I have seen so many great moments of conversation happen using these two images to open up the dialogue, helping leaders and executives. And even in presentations I do, people raise their hand and want to talk about it and their own personal way into belonging and mattering because it must start there. Start with the heart. Make the moment matter because it matters to you. How can you lead that effort? How can a, a team of executives or leaders lead that effort? Moments of belonging matter. If you're not familiar with a tool we use to support this type of dialogue, check out the Human Works 8 You Matter Here conversation guide. Let it be a jumping off point to other questions you might consider to help with this practice. And I'm using the word practice again. Be a practitioner. Keep trying. Keep finding the questions and the stories that you see get the biggest response, that bring people into the conversation. Help leaders discover how to have these meaningful one-on-one -on -one conversations that show and elevate their interest and caring about the person sitting next to them. I truly believe that one small question from a member of the HR team or a leadership team can be the highlight of an employee's day. And then multiply those moments and build that into an employee experience that is memorable and supports someone giving their best effort in a role and feeling a part of something. Let's keep practicing together. I really want you to reach out, share an image or technique or something that you've used, a book, a thought, a quote that made you pause, or maybe a speaker that made you see something from a new perspective. Reach out, continue the conversation. You can find me on LinkedIn or at sean at humanworks8.com. 
And check out humanworks8.com for other tools across what we call the eight. I look forward to every month focusing on a new culture and topic. And if I got you wondering about mattering, belonging, and culture today, then I really encourage you to keep the conversation going on LinkedIn through my Wondering Wednesday post and dialogue. We've been having some great conversations there over the last few weeks. Each Wednesday, I share what I'm wondering about. Sometimes it comes from a, a challenge. Sometimes it comes from a leadership question, or it just sometimes it comes from something I overheard, whether through a client, a team meeting, or just on the street. Come wonder with me and see you next month on Culture and the Future of Workplace Culture. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning about the future of workplace cultures. We'll be back next month with HumanWorks 8 for another episode. But until then, please visit their website for additional resources at humanworks8.com. Until next time, don't let the shift hit your plans.